Hello, witchy friends. Welcome to Cat Steen Witchcraft. My name is Fauna, and I am your host. This podcast is for those who are Wiccan, witches, and everything in between. Don't forget to follow the podcast social media pages at Cats Tea and Witchcraft on Instagram, Cats Tea and Witch on Twitter, and Cats Tea and Witchcraft Podcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening to Cats Tea and Witchcraft and enjoy the episode. Hello, witchy peeps. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 105, and today's episode is a meditation. This is the second meditation I have done with the podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. But today's crystal, or this week's crystal, is carnelian. And starting with Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Crystal, Gem, and Metal Magic, starting on page 93, says carnelian, energy, Projective, planet, sun, element, fire, powers, protection, peace, healing, courage, and sexual energy, magical uses. Carnelian was worn on the hand in ancient Egypt to still anger, jealousy, envy, and hatred. It is still used to promote peace and harmony and to dispel depression. The stone is worn by the shy and timid to bolster their courage. It is an excellent stone to wear or carry for public speaking, one of the most common fears in today's world. The carnelian strengthens the voice, provides self-confidence, and confers eloquence on the speaker. It is usually worn on the neck or in a ring for these purposes. Carnelian is also used to counteract doubt and negative thoughts and can be used in spells relating to these problems. It also confers patience. Carnelian is carried to guard against others who try to read your thoughts. In Renaissance magic, the carnelian was engraved with a sword or an image of a warrior. Then this magical amulet was placed in the home to guard it from lightning and storms were carried as a protection against enchantments. Carnelian was worn to prevent skin diseases, insanity, nosebleeds, and all blood diseases, and as a general health inducer. The carnelian strengthens astral visions and is worn to bed to halt nightmares. This stone is also worn to stimulate sexual impulses. The next book that I have is Love is in the Earth, and starting on page 183. It says for Carnelian, it protects against envy, fear, and rage, and helps to banish sorrow from the emotional structure. It further assists in providing for awareness of the association between the emotional state and the inner condition of the self. It provides an energy conductive to the stabilization of energy in the home. It provides also a strong yet tender energy when used in the mode to retreat. The message of Carnelian is that since one is love, there is nothing to do but to offer the love. Each offering of love bringing an exponential increase in the quantity of love returned. Pink Carnelian especially can encourage love between parents and children and between parents and parents. And the third and last source I have today is Llewellyn's Complete Book of Correspondence, starting on page 223. And it says for the Zodiac, Aries, Cancer, 
Capricorn, Leo, Scorpio, Taurus, and Virgo. For solar system, Earth, Mercury, Saturn, Sun, and Venus. For full moons, August, July, May, and September. Days, Sunday and Thursday. Chakras, heart, sacral, and solar plexus. For directions, south, southeast, and west. For celebrations, it's Samhain, element, fire, energy, yang, goddess, Isis. For issues, intentions, and powers, aggression, anger, astral realm, cheerfulness, communication, focus, confidence, courage, creativity, envy, fear, fertility, grief, harmony, healing, inspiration, jealousy, longevity, lust, manifestation, the mind, negativity, nightmares, obstacles, peace, pride, problems, protection, rebirth or renewal, release, self-respect, self-work, sorrow, stress, success, travel, well-being, wisdom, and wishes. So that is all I have for you today on Carnelian. So now let's get ready to jump into today's meditation. Take a moment to get adjusted, either seated, laying down, or in any position that you feel makes you the most comfortable. Make sure all or most distractions are kept out of reach, phones turned on silent or do not disturb, and any pets or people are out of ears reach to help you stay focused. Once you are comfortable, start to clear your mind as much as possible. If you find yourself getting a little distracted or thoughts start flowing back, don't worry. The ultimate goal of this meditation is just to take some time to relax. Meditation isn't always about being thoughtless or empty, but the goal today is just to be more aware of your body your mind, and thoughts. When you are ready, let's start a countdown from 30. Once we get to one, we will be ready for the meditation. Thirty, twenty-nine, twenty-eight, twenty-seven. 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, Six, five, four, three, two, one. Imagine yourself in the same position that you found yourself in when you started this meditation. Think about where your feet are, your hands, the air in your lungs, your face, and even any noises that may be entering your ears. How do you feel? Scan your body. Breathing in. And out, focus on your breath. Find a breathing rhythm that helps you stay calm and focused. Now, when you are ready, 
In your mind, picture yourself standing up from your meditation position. You open your eyes and see a swirling, colorful, futuristic-looking warp gate in front of you. It looks like a soft mixture of gel and water that swirls smoothly. You notice the gate has a slight outer glow that seems welcoming. The color is bright but soft-looking at the same time. As you look at this glowing, colorful, swirling gate, how does it make you feel? Happy? Curious? Warm? Cold? Anxious? Sad? As you analyze the gate, you become more comfortable with it, and you then feel the desire to touch it. Its smooth swirls look soft and cool, but warm at the same time, almost like playing with slime or body wash. It is fluid, but also gooey looking at the same time. You then start to walk up to it and stop about a foot away. The gate is silent. No noise comes from it, even though it has motion. The ripples and swirls look as smooth as they did while you were standing further back, but now even more desirable to touch. You notice that there are no air bubbles in it, but there are subtle sparkles. It looks slightly transparent with slight discolorations of opaque shades of green preventing you from being able to see behind it. For a quick moment, you step to the side to try to look behind it, and you notice that it is freestanding and there is nothing behind it, and it looks exactly the same in the back as it does on the front. There is nothing holding it underneath or holding it from above. The gate is independently floating by itself, like a little black hole, but not dangerous or all-consuming. You take your dominant hand and face the front again. You slowly move your hand close to the center of the gate. You pause for a second and you take a deep breath. You then start with the tip of your middle finger and slowly push your hand through the gate up until your wrist. It feels as smooth as it looks, neither hot nor cold. You pull your hand out and notice that there also is no residue left behind either. You feel inspired to put your hand back, but all the way up till your elbow. What you do notice when you put your arm further through, now that you have reached further, is that there is something touching your hand, what seems to be on the other side. It startles you for a second, but it doesn't feel dangerous. Your hand starts to feel around and see what else you feel. You notice that the textures that your hands are touching is a texture that you recognize. It is smooth, cool, has some ridges on the side, thin, and also has some raised lines inside of it. And they can also fit inside your hand. And there are multiples of these in your hand's reach. Since you feel like you know that it is not dangerous on the other side, you feel inclined to stick your face into the portal to see what it is. You take a step forward to be able to reach further and see, but as more of your body moves forward, there is a sudden pull. Not harsh, but enough to encourage you to fully step through. You take that leap and push your whole body through the gate.
As you step through, you now see yourself in a green forest with peaking sunlight that you see through the leaves above. You now realize what you were feeling through the gate were leaves of trees in bushes around the gate. Further out in front of you, you see a dozen or more luscious green trees. You see oak, various pines, maple, birch, and every other tree you might have seen in your lifetime, looking healthy, strong, and welcoming. You start to walk through the woods. You can feel the grass below rub against your legs, almost tickling. Some patches even have a slight dew on them, leaving a little bit of water on the bottom of your pants. As you are walking through the woods, you feel completely at ease. You take in all of the forest sounds, birds chirping, the soft breeze that touches your skin, and a slight warmth from the sun that peaks between each and every leaf. You decide to take a break and sit underneath a large oak tree. The space underneath it is very neat at the base of the tree, not covered with twigs or rocks, but soft and green grass with little yellow buttercups scattered around. You sit yourself down facing the rest of the woods with your back to the tree. You bend your knees and hold them up to your chest while wrapping your arms around them and resting your chin on your knees. You close your eyes and continue to take in the sounds and everything that you feel around you. After a few minutes, you hear a series of twigs snapping coming from behind you to your left. Whatever it is doesn't sound rushed or dangerous, but then the sound stops. You hear the sound coming from your left still before it paused. You open your eyes, move your eyes over your left shoulder, and you see a friendly doe looking down at you. She moves a bit closer, bends her knees, lays down, and places her legs underneath herself to get comfortable. You straighten your legs out in front of you, and then she places her head on your lap and closes her eyes, appearing to be taking a rest and showing you that she wants to spend time with you. As this happens, you are slightly surprised, but also pleased. This is nothing that you've ever experienced before. A wild deer has approached you and willingly laid its head on your leg. The doe then slightly moves her head, rolling the back of her neck closer to you, wiggling a bit, and twitched her ears as if she wants you to scratch the back of her neck and ears, almost like a dog would if you were snuggling with it on the couch. She slightly opens her left eye to look at you for a second and then closes it again. You take your left hand and slowly move it towards the doe's ears. You then begin to scratch behind her ears and her neck. She shows no sign of resistance, but seems to be enjoying it, like your own pets would. Again, you think about how this is a very different experience than you have ever had before. As you continue to pet this deer... What are you thinking about? How does this make you feel? Take a few minutes in this moment to focus on your thoughts and feelings and your body. After a while, the deer starts to appear to wake up from her nap. She moves her head from your lap as you move your hand away. She stands up, shakes her body, and begins to walk away. 
After about 15 feet away, she pauses and looks back at you. She doesn't move from this position for about 10 seconds, and you get the feeling that she wants you to follow. You stretch your arms and legs since you have been sitting down for a while. You push your body up and stretch your arms above your head and begin to walk towards her. She then starts to move forward, deeper into the woods. You follow her for about 15 minutes. Then she stops in front of a few bushes. She looks behind her shoulder to make sure that you are still behind her. She then steps through the bushes with ease and disappears. You follow. On the other side of the bushes, you see your dear friend, but what also looks like to be her den. The den is surrounded all by evergreen trees and bushes that seem to keep the den out of view from predators and other creatures. The grass is neatly packed down with a slightly darker tint to it compared to the grass surrounding it. Towards the back of the den, there are two sleeping fawns snuggling next to each other, curled up with their legs tucked under their bodies and their heads touching the back of their legs like tight little balls. Their mother sees that you have walked through and then begins to walk towards them and nudges them with her nose, waking them up. The two fawns lift their heads with sleepy eyes and see their mother and start to perk up. Their little legs are a bit wobbly, but they manage to stand. Their mother gives them a few licks on their heads and then looks towards you. They also look in your direction and make eye contact. They then begin to get very excited and start to bounce around, excited for your visit. Their little back legs are bucking into the air like rodeo horses do. As they get closer to you, they begin to calm down and start to nudge your hands with their noses. You take each one of your hands and scratch their heads and behind their ears like you did to their mother when she was taking her nap with you by the tree. To make it easier, you bend your knees and then sit on them as you get closer to the ground. They end up getting a bit too wiggly for you to keep petting their heads and you pull your hands away. They then take their little heads and bump their noses into your face and it almost tickles. Their noses are soft and cold and a little bit wet. You also feel the slight tickle from the fur on their face and their little eyelashes from their eyes as they rub their heads on your face. After a couple minutes, they begin to settle down like their mother did. Each fawn stands on your side. They begin to settle down with their legs under their bodies. They get comfortable and then fall asleep next to you. You spend a little bit more time here with the three deer but then notice that the light in the woods is starting to dim. You decide that it's time to get going and head back from where you first entered the forest. You stand up and try not to wake the sleeping fawns. You look at their mother and she seems to understand that it's time for you to leave. She almost appears to have nodded in agreement with you while slowly blinking with her large, dark, sweet, loving eyes. You take a few steps back, close to the bushes, from where you first entered the den. The doe then stands up from her spot and lays down where you were just sitting in between her babies, adjusts herself, and then proceeds to fall asleep herself. You take this moment to slowly step backwards out of the den through the bushes and then head towards the direction from where she led you from the tree from earlier. As you slowly stroll towards the tree that you were at to try to find the gate again, you then think about how you are feeling now, 
How did this whole interaction make you feel? Happy? Peaceful? Cheerful? Restful? Whatever moments you felt with this experience, it is a memory that you will hold close to your heart. You are able to experience some sort of peacefulness in this woods, as well as making a connection with deer that many will never experience within their lifetime. You end up finding the tree where you met the mother deer, and then remember the direction that you took to get there, and are able to retrace your steps back to the gate. Eventually, you find yourself face-to-face with the gate, sparkling and swirling. You take one last glance at the lush, peaceful woods around you, taking in that breeze, the sounds, and all the smells at the same time. As the light starts to disappear almost to the point of darkness, you take your last step into the gate and push your entire body through with ease. You are now back in the room where you first entered the gate. Now in front of you, there is a small light on the floor to mark where you first awoke from your meditation and saw the gate. You walk towards that spot on the floor, and then you readjust yourself into the same position that you did at the beginning of this meditation. We are now going to begin to exit this meditation slowly, counting down from 30 all the way to 1 to exit this meditative state. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You are now ready to open your eyes. Okay, everybody, this is all I have for you today on this episode. I hope you enjoyed this meditation. I know I'm not like the perfect writer and this is only the second meditation that I've ever written, but I hope you enjoyed it, got some sort of peacefulness or some sort of experience out of it. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, like always, feel free to send me a message on Instagram, Twitter, or you can send me an email. Again, like I say every week, I appreciate every single one of you and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. Blessed be.